Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. Ah, welcome to the Double Deuce, episode 206. Episode 206. 206 episodes. Last time you said it sounded magic, and then this time you didn't remember what it was. I did not remember what it was. But I will tell you that 206 times 22 minutes is 4,532 minutes that we've logged of doing Double Deuce episodes, which is a total of 75 hours. We're almost one work. You see more than that. Paycheck. We've doubled yeah. that. No, that's doubled. right. We have doubled up. We mm-hmm. got the mini deuce. I need to, well. at one point I made, like, I did the math of <coughs> double episodes and, like, mm-hmm. I was, I think, doing it too. I was like, we go over sometimes. We've done a couple 30 minute episodes because we were just like, well, let's just keep going for a right. minute. Right. Right. Feel like you almost got to throw in an extra few episodes, but you know I'm feeling we run long. We don't just cut it off. I'm feeling good about the way things are. I feel like yeah. our sort of um, nonsense approach to you know kind of punk rock podcasting uh, by our complete uh, refusal to do things like you know make it better. Yeah, uh, are, are really really you know are really giving it with special touch. And everyone doesn't everybody need. A special touch every now and then. Yeah. I do. I do. I ask for it. Just not an invisible touch. No. No. That has consequences. Oh, my God. Boy, that's problematic in this day and age. She seems to have an invisible touch. Yeah. Ooh, Phil Collins. What, what, have, you, what have you done? What have you done, Phil Collins? What did you do in the past? And why are you still doing it? And, and why... Why did you make that music video for I Can't Dance? What? what, what? It, I don't know. It's <laughs> the worst. Weird. But if you haven't, if you haven't <coughs> seen the music video for I Can't Dance mm-hmm. by Genesis, you need to go onto your YouTube's right now. Stop this podcast. Go onto your YouTube's. Come back to the podcast, though. Come back to the podcast. Yeah, just take five. Watch, watch the I Can't Dance one, because it's right. terrible. And then watch uh, Land of Confusion, oh, which Jesus. is an amazing one. Right. But maybe less amazing if you aren't in the 80s. Yeah. Now, here's here's the secret thing. It's got a puppet Reagan. I'm going <laughs> to... It's a yeah, puppet Reagan. It's, it's fucked up. Riding it's a horse and doing shit. Uh, I, I have very fond memories of, of the album Invisible Touch, because I used to play it uh, on cassette mm-hmm. uh, in my basement of my folks' house while I was playing Metal Gear, like the first Metal Gear on Super Nintendo. Um, so I will always intrinsically tie uh, Invisible Touch and Metal Gear Solid yeah. together, which is a little bit of an odd combination if you start to think about it a little bit more. But to my mind, Snake couldn't exist without, can't you see, this is a land of confusion. Mm-hmm. We This is the world we live in. These are the hands we're given. Mm-hmm. Use them and let's start trying to make this a place worth fighting for. But it's such bad music. And I'll admit that. That earlier Genesis, I feel like that stuff's catchy. It's, it's catchy. Invisible touches. It's I feel catchy. like it got worse. Like they yeah. had like, I feel like they had two, I can't another album before the, the We Can't Dance stuff. The, right. The real, 
the, that album isn't so good. Right. No. But I feel like there's another one in between that was all right. I can't remember now. But, but I mean, it's not something that, like, I, I now proudly am like, I love Invisible Touch by Genesis. It was a formative part of my experience. I, but no, I still love Invisible Touch. I don't know. I also think saying Invisible Touch, the more you say it, it just starts to sound wronger and wronger. Yes. Yeah, I mean... I just mean, I feel like I, I can love it ironically and also love it genuinely. And yeah. when you can do both those things, it's it's a higher kind of love. It's double love. You're Bring double, me a higher love. Exactly. You're double loving. Bring me a higher love. Oh. That was Bring Me a Higher Love Corner. Yeah. That's where I sing Bring Me a Higher Love. Oh my god, I really, uh, it's a good thing I don't sing more on this podcast, it's none of you need it, none of you want it, unless you do want it, in which case, hashtag Willie sing more, and, uh, and tell me what song you want, I do a complete repertoire of 80s and 90s classics uh, on the, the podcast, um, you just tell me what you want me to sing, we could do a whole episode of me singing, I don't, I don't care, I mean that'd be painful for Nelson, but that might be fun for you, if it's painful for Nelson. I don't know what your kink is. I'm not yucking anyone's yum. I just want us all to have a good time. Can we all just get along? What are we fighting for? Nelson's writing notes on all Sorry, this. I just realized you were kind of a, I think you. I thought it was a rhetorical question, I, but I, then I also was like, but also no one's talking, so right. I should probably it's, answer. Yeah. Um, what I was done. For? I was done. I was basically done with my rant. So and you and you lapsed back into land of confusion. I was. I was there. starting to yeah to bring it back, uh, and then I was like, ah, these are bridges. I don't know if I want to build. Maybe maybe there's a reason the Germans blew them up. Maybe there's a reason we just shouldn't go any further. Maybe we stop now. Maybe we turn around. I don't. Again, a weird reference. Not really war specific. But usually if there's a war with bridges that are being blown up, there are Germans involved. So I will stick not to that. Not over the River Kwai. No, no, not over the River Kwai. But I bet you Germans... There's no Germans. I bet they, they advised. I bet the German advisor, you just didn't see him. Yeah. Could be. Oh, blow it up in some middle. <coughs> that's, that's what Germans say. Yeah. Famous demolitionists. They are famous demolitionists, the Germans. Love blowing up bridges. Yeah, they are. They are. No one gets a hard on for a bridge like a German. Did I ever tell you my German joke? All right, I'm going to tell you my German joke right now. You got to suffer, motherfucker, because you started this. All right, so this this lady has a baby, right? And it's it's the usual thing with having a baby. It's it is what it is. You know, there's a lot of uh, birthing involved and uh, she goes to the doctor and she's like doctor doctor this is like a couple days after she's gone home from the hospital and she's like doctor this is this is there's something wrong with my baby there's something terribly wrong I I got the baby home and it's you know, it's been a couple of days and this baby just hasn't cried hasn't said anything it's just completely quiet I don't understand what's going on with this baby please there's something wrong with my baby so the doctor's like okay we'll do some tests so he does some tests and he comes back what kind and, of tests you know, all sorts of doctor tests like he, he uses the doctor scope and he uses the doctor monitor yeah. and then he then he has Scoping the and monitoring. The, has the nurse uh, blanket yeah. pressure thing yeah. and that does all that and he's like uh, listen ma'am your your baby's fine 
your baby's fine. It's just German. It's a German baby. That's mm-hmm. that's all. That, that's what it is. And she's like, what? And he's like, it's, your baby is German. That's 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 what's going on. It's no big deal. So she's like, okay. And she comes back after about six months, and she's like, doctor, doctor, this this baby is just it still hasn't cried. It still hasn't cried. I really think there's something wrong. And so the doctor checks the baby again. Does all the doctor tests, mm-hmm. and as like Scope, no, scoping, just the, the, scoping the, the, the blankets and yep. the, the, the probe. And it's like, no, everything's fine. This baby is just German. And a couple of years goes by, and then it's about four years, and and she takes it. She's back at the doctor, and she's like, Doc, you know, this baby's gotten older, hasn't hasn't said any words. Like most babies, right? Child are talking. He's, he's a boy. He's no a longer a baby. boy. It's right. He's a boy, and he's hasn't said anything. Doesn't 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 cry. Doesn't complain. Doesn't pout. Doesn't speak. I don't know what's going on. And the doctor's like, We'll do the tests again, ma'am. Yeah. But honestly, I can tell you right now that it's just that you have have the, scope, have the scopes become more precise over these these they, they have, years. and there's genetic testing, and he does the genetic uh-huh. testing. He does twenty three and me ships it off, comes back. Baby's German, right? Mm-hmm. That's all it is, ma'am. Your baby's 100% German. German. Uh, and so she takes him back home, and she's just really sad about the whole thing. And it's sort of a few more years go by, and she's she's still in a funk, and she's you know just she the baby uh, is, is a kid is is um is is sick, so she takes some soup up to the kid, and you know of course the kid doesn't cry or anything, but she just she knows because the mother knows, but she gets the kid some soup, and she starts back down the hallway, and all of a sudden she hears. <coughs> Maza, this soup is cold. And she turns around and she's like, "Wait, what? You, you can speak? You, you've never said anything. It's been it's been six years, and you've never once cried. You've never once complained. You've never once said anything. What is going on?" And the the, the little kid goes, "Well, Maza, up till now everything has been quite satisfactory." <laughs> He's a German baby. Everything is, they don't complain. Everything has been quite satisfactory. That's the German baby joke. Hatcha! Up until now, everything has been quite satisfactory. So, speaking of cold soup. <laughs> and German babies. We were you had a restaurant question, a large yeah. restaurant question. So we're gonna have a little restaurant corner. Yeah. It feels like I don't know if this is an Andy Morton, you know, like he's you know a, a Lawrence business like uh, a genius, but I, I feel like I we might need a historian on this one. There's apparently a new restaurant. And it's downtown, and it's called 1856. Uh-huh. And so, uh huh. And a couple people, Kara, who was a guest a couple weeks ago. Was telling she had gone there for like lunch, and she was like, "I don't know why it's called 1856." And so we were googling, and like the only thing I could find about Lawrence in 1856 is that was like the first time that people burned the town down, right? Right. (laughs) It was, which I also didn't realize that it was like the sheriff. Yeah, no, that was that was sheriff. Oh shit, what was his name? I I did know (laughs) this at one point. Sheriff, like I don't know, Clemson or something. Yeah, yeah. Burned the, that was the first time the Eldridge burned, and yeah. then it burned again. Yeah, and then the third time, that was, it burned again in Quattro's raid, and then the third time it burned down, it just burned down on its own because mm-hmm. it was just like Fuck this. I haven't burned Allegedly. down in a while. Allegedly, uh, yeah, it just built up it's it's a weird. I mean, it's a weird thing. And so, but I was like, I don't know if that's why they named it that. But yeah, I don't know why else you would name it that. Basically, we're trying to figure out like what else historically, right? This town, like maybe that building. Survived it or was built then? I don't know. I don't know. It seems like weird that they'd build it and, 
uh, would be like Lawrence to build it and then burn the same year. But mm-hmm. um, that's that seems odd. That seems odd. But that, I would say that was probably why they named it that. Uh, Just yeah, you name it. Yeah, naming the naming a business, a restaurant yeah. after a. What's really funny is that particular building back in the in the day, way back in the day, we're talking like early eighties, was a arcade, was an arcade and pizza restaurant called the New Yorker. And that was where I had my first date with my first grade teacher. Well, like it was my it was my first date, comma, and it was with my first grade teacher. I, I didn't have like multiple about dates. this before. Did I? Okay. I, I think we yeah. unpack a lot. Yeah. No, but I don't want to go too much further into that. It's but that true. is that is a that is a fact. But it's still yeah. No, it's a conversation. I recall they, the pizza wasn't great. Even like like I feel that's like a, that's, a that's just had a long history of like somewhat decent but not great restaurants. The, I will say about Genovese, they did have a really good Sunday buffet because the food was okay, the booze was good, and it was never crowded. You could always get a seat because mm-hmm. not a lot of people knew that they did it, uh, and not a lot of people went that far down Massachusetts Street. So mm-hmm. that was good. Yeah, yeah. I was excited because uh, Torta Yulisco opened back up in – what is now Empire, which is previously the pool room. Uh, and, and I guess Empire still has both the original rooms. There's the main room and the back room that the pool room had. Uh, but the Torta Alisco has uh, basically taken over that kitchen that was back there. And the kitchen, if you'll remember... Uh, has a has a little window to the actual bar yeah. of the Empire slash pool room. Yeah, like diner style. Yeah, but they've added on a. I don't know if this back door was there. If they added in a door, but there's now like a concrete patio back there with about four or five tables at it, kind of pub tables at it, and an outside entrance so you can kind of go in and come out. And they've modeled it so that there's enough room in there, not just for the long kitchen, but then to have four or five tables there. So there's a little bit of dine-in eating and a little bit of takeout eating. But it's that same restaurant that was a Mexican restaurant that was over uh, kind of by the first med out there behind the gas station. used to have all the... Good restaurants before they tore it down. Yeah. Yeah, like that same family owns this. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it, there was, uh, yeah. Didn't it, wasn't it one of the ones that started in that gas station and then moved to like that restaurant behind the gas station? I think it, I think it did. And now mm-hmm. it's over. Now it's over. I think it was the, the first thing room. that they, it was the first restaurant they opened in there, I want to say. It was, it's, it's real good. The enchiladas are real good. Um, I had a lobos, which is a tamale that's covered in chili with onions. And wolves. And wolves, yeah, yeah. And that was pretty good, good, uh, good stuff. Hearty, hearty fare. Uh, so I gotta say, that was good. That sounds, that was that good. sounds tasty. And then I also went to, uh, been on a Mexican kick lately, I guess, finally went to Mama's uh, Tamales and Empanada, which is down where Stoli and Hanks used to be. Yeah. And that was real good and pretty affordable. Nice, you know, like like the the empanadas were both the tamales empanadas are about three bucks, maybe four bucks a piece, and they're not huge, but like you get one of each, and that's a meal, so you can get a lunch for like eight bucks, which is pretty reasonable at this point. Yeah, in this town, you know, I went to Burger King the other day, and a Whopper combo was eight bucks. Burger King is stealth expensive. Yeah, it's it's one it's it's more than you think it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, they got those lost leaders, like the little cheap McNuggets and the, mm-hmm. and the dollar tacos. But, you know, you don't I want still to... haven't had a taco there. I've seen pictures on the internet, and they don't look appetizing. Yeah. I just feel like I've never gone there at a time where I feel like having tacos, and I wouldn't just go to get, like, Taco Bell tacos. Because they're, like, close to each other. Right. And if Taco Bell's closed, that means Burger King's doing breakfast. So, (laughs) I've never been like, yeah, these are the tacos I want. I don't want to drive 50 feet and get other tacos. Yeah. I hear you. Madness. Who does that? Who does that? Fools. And madmen. Oh, man. Did I tell you that Jack and I are watching Lord of the Rings again? Because all three are on Netflix now. And no. so, yeah, yeah. Still just, just, just got, just got to remember, you know, just, I still, I still feel the same way. All my, all my biases are, you know how I feel about this. I'm not going to go over it again. But, uh, did I tell you that she told me I was a dwarf? Yeah. I thought, yeah. We, I thought we long ago figured that out and yeah. that's part of why you hate elves so much well, i think it might be anyway we're, well we watched it again but uh, it's remarkable how you know now that we have a four-year-old uh Gollum makes a lot more sense like yeah like that is a, a four-year-old like both smeagol and Gollum, like the, the fight with his self itself mm-hmm. i mean that, that i feel like that's the inner daily struggle of our child uh right there encapsulated um like just enough conscience, uh, you know, and moral code to know better, uh, but enough of sort of primal instinct to do irreparable damage on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, it's it's kind of fun to to go back and rewatch. Um, also, like poor Legolas, like in the second and third movies, like his lines are all stilted. They're just like, he doesn't get to say anything that isn't like Renaissance festival speak. <laughs> you know, it's, is all, a little... it's all, it's all like the red sun rises. There would be blood in the moon at dawn. I, I By... feel like honestly, cause I mean, if you look at the books and you look at those movies, like they add some dialogue in cause he, I feel like the books, there's a little bit less like scenes of them talking and yeah. there's, there's more like shit was going on. Yeah. No, I, I I haven't read the books in a while. I, I feel like yeah, redo he's that, very. Pre- I mean, he's very presentational. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's very like uh, doing a bad Shakespeare play. Yes, <laughs> a little yeah, bit. yeah. It's well, little... it's not helps. Like he gets he gets feed lines like Legolas. What do your elven eyes see? <laughs> He's like, oh god, I gotta work with this shit. <laughs> I mean, I almost the first time I really almost felt bad for an elf because. That's a, that's a I terrible... mean, I feel like he's complimenting him. He's like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're better eyes. Yeah. What, what do you see with those good eyes, Mr. Good Eyes? <laughs> what do you see over there, bro? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, good times. That's uh, Watch that, the, the Lord of the Rings. All on Netflix. You should check them out if you haven't already. <laughs> it's a hot new movie. <laughs> you haven't got around to it yet. <laughs> don't don't want to give away any spoilers. Uh, but... Yeah. What else do we have on our list? (laughs) (laughs) We wrote down Halloween. Oh, yeah. We got about two minutes for Halloween quarter. Yeah. Uh, So Halloween's coming up. Uh, The zombie walk has already happened, but... uh, Has it? Yeah. It's the 20th? It's it's the 17th. Well, yeah. Today's the 
twentieth ish. Yeah. Uh, but uh, apparently there's there's the usual downtown uh, festivities. All he's going is Mario. Um, yeah. He really wanted to be Mario. We took him over to the, the Spirit Halloween store and he was scared shitless by all the animatronics that they put right in the front to, yeah. to terrify four-year-olds. Uh, <laughs> and so once we got him past that by closing his eyes and running, uh, we got him to pick a Mario outfit, which he was really excited about. And, mm-hmm. uh, his cousin Barrett's also going as Mario, so it's going to be like two <laughs> Marios. like. It's a me, Mario. No, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> Fuck you, Mario. It's a me, Mario. What do you forget about it, Mario? Uh, I'm imagining it would go out like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I need to get like a pair of red overalls and like a, 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 a yellow shirt and go as like superpowered Mario. Yeah. Fireball yeah. Mario. Uh, that'd be sweet. Because, you know, taller than the kid. Fireball Mario wears white overalls. That, oh, that's right, he does. Shirt. That's right, he does. Yeah. It's been a long time. I, you know, mm-hmm. not like I play Mario Brothers on the rag, really. Yeah. Yeah, Mario Kart, though. Play the shit out of that. That shit was good. It's it was good. Mario Kart, did you, the Mario Kart 64, where you, like, could battle and shit. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. The one, and, and also the one on the... The Wii, where you can actually get the, the mm-hmm. steering wheel, put in the Wii mode in there, and then you're like, you got an actual steering wheel. That shit is fun. Played a, that a bunch in England. Oh, here's a corner that we haven't really talked about. My friend Ismo was on James Corden. Uh, yeah, I saw you posted about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You, you should look out for the comedian Ismo Lakela. He's making big splashes here in the United States, but I met him at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in 2008. And we went and toured Humble all over. Brag. I know we went and toured all over <laughs> Finland with him. He said he was the biggest comedian in Finland. Also humble brag. We I can't remember who <laughs> the first biggest. <laughs> I can't he remember. Double down on the humble brag. <laughs> well, and, and I think what was funny is I think he thought we were a lot bigger than we were with Shitty Deal Puppet Theater Company because we kept the red carpet treatment. But really sweet guy, really funny guy. And he's got a bunch of stuff on the internet now. Ismo, I-S-M-O. Look him up. And a big shout out to Rob Schulte and Pumpkin Spice oh, yeah. Podcast. Yeah, the Pumpkin Spice Podcast. Yeah. I was a guest in that they didn't have a guest and they asked questions so you could be a guest and I tweeted them. There you go. And also they do scary movies for Halloween. Yeah, they do so, the scream movies this, this the Halloween. Yeah, so go listen to that because they have some it's really fun. interesting things to say. Like there's And also the T V show show that they also do. The TV show show? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do a show on TV the, shows, yeah. Yep, also yeah. going on right now. That's also right. Also top-notch. All under uh, Pink Jeans Productions. Pink, pink, pink Jeans. Jeans Productions. Uh, yes. Yeah, so look up Pink Jeans Productions, and then look up Pumpkin Spice Podcast, and then fucking get yourself a macchiato, sit mm-hmm. back, and listen to that listen shit. To, some Rob Schulte, the guy who introduces and outroduces our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Next time he's in town, we should get him to reintroduce and outroduce us. We should. When we get that fancy new mic that we keep talking about getting. Mics. Fancy yes. new mics. We, oh man, we're so close to new equipment. Oh we're wow, so we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. And Did the alarm go off? I can't. Yeah, remember. It did. <laughs> yeah, we're way we're past time again. <laughs> it's like looking at the time. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Well, then we have to go now. Apparently, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I'm sorry. We can keep going. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm not fucking, in a hurry. I don't have anything more to say. I mean, I mean either. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, 
I just looked up and there's the remnants of the pinata. <laughs> Booze pinata. Double deuce. <laughs> this has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs> <laughs>